How long have you been waiting to get started? And how much longer are you willing to wait? If you're a procrastinator, it's really not your fault. Our brains are wired this way. They're wired to keep us safe and keep us protected. Unfortunately, most of us wait to get our health in a good place until we have a wake-up call. And by then, it may be too late. Hi there, I'm your host, Lisa Lacasse. Join me every week as I share the latest trends, tips, and tricks to avoid the deterioration and diseases of aging. Nothing gets easier with age, but there's so much we can do to keep it from getting harder. Let's have fun adding not just years to our life, but life to our years. Hello, hello. I'm so happy that you're here with me again today. And today we're going to be talking about waiting for wake-up calls and trying to determine if that's something that you're doing and how you can change that. So a long, 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 long time ago, somebody named Confucius said, we all have two lives. The second life begins when we realize we only have one. And I love this because that's what waiting for a wake-up call really is all about. And unfortunately, if your wake-up call is a stroke or a heart attack, well, we all know that might not end very well. But even if your wake-up call is that you need to have a joint replaced, such as a knee or a hip, or maybe you have diabetes, or maybe you find out that you have an early stage of dementia. And the truth is, some of these things, well, all of these things to an extent, were totally preventable. But, you know, we all think it's not going to happen to us. It happens to other people. And now all of a sudden, we may be finding these things happening to ourselves, or we may notice that our friends who are in the same age group are starting to get some of these issues. And that can be a real wake-up call. And for many of us, it's not only stressful, but it can be really scary. So let's talk about why we wait for wake-up calls. And I don't think anybody sets out to do that specifically, but most of us are waiting for the right time. And we found out early in life that there's really no right time to get married. There's definitely no right to have a child. But at some point, we overcame those excuses or those fears, and we just went ahead and did it. And those are things that once you do them, you can't really take them back. I mean, you can always get a divorce, but the work is done. The, the papers are signed, and it's now an official issue. Um, with our health, we can easily start something. We can go down the right path, but it's something that's not legally binding. It's truly something that we can choose to stop any time. And for that reason, it makes us so easy to back out on ourselves. You can't wait for the right time. You can't wait till you're ready. Another thing we do is we wait till we have enough up, enough money. And just like waiting until you get married, weddings are super pricey. But at some point, we didn't let the waiting until our finances were at 
you know, a certain level to get married. And the same can be true with health. And just like you can plan an, an elaborate, exclusive wedding with hundreds of guests and the fanciest food at the most exquisite location, or you can just have a very, very inexpensive wedding, the same is true with your health. Obviously, the more money that you have to invest into it, the better. If you haven't even got two dimes to run together, it doesn't mean that you can't start now. You can go out and take a walk for free. There's definitely things that you can do for your health, and money doesn't have to be an issue. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need fancy equipment. You don't need expensive foods. All those things, we can't let money be our excuse. A lot of us are waiting for other people, waiting for other people's approval, waiting for their permission. It could be that your kids don't like healthy foods, or it could be that your husband wants burgers and fries or some other carby process type meal every night. And for that reason, we tend to wait until that person gives us permission to start cooking healthy. We don't need that. We can cook for ourselves and we can make those choices. We often wait for our friend's approval because maybe our friend group goes out for, I don't know, cocktails and appetizers or desserts all the time, or maybe just part of our getting together revolves around food because that's so common in our culture today. And the issue with this is you can't expect your friends to change because you're ready for a change. You need to be the leader. You need to be the example. And you need to take care of yourself. At this age, you're a big girl. You're capable of making your own decisions, especially when they involve your life, your longevity, and your health. So we don't have to have our friend's permission or our husband's permission. We don't need anyone's approval. We don't have to wait for other people. And, you know, sometimes the other people can be people like your parents. Maybe they have, I don't know, Sunday dinner at their house every week. And your parents are saying, oh, you don't need to change what you're eating. You need to just come over. We'll make that old home-cooked meal and you're going to be just fine. And sometimes our parents can be the hardest people to please and they are people that we grew up needing permission from. And for that reason, it can be very difficult to move forward without their approval. Most of us are people pleasers. That just tends to be who I attract because I'm a people pleaser myself. And we're so worried about what other people are going to think or if we're going to hurt their feelings. Maybe they're planning a party and you really don't want to eat the food because it's all high calorie or unhealthy or whatever, but you feel very compelled to be a good friend and do what it is that they're doing and eat what it is that they're serving, even if you know it's a bad choice for you. And even if you're not really hungry for that food, just because you're feeling like they're your friend and that's what a good friend should do. 
Sometimes it's that work, maybe. You have uh, coffee and donuts every Friday before meeting, or people customarily bring in their brownies every week or whatever it is, and you don't want to hurt their feelings by mentioning that you didn't have one or you're not going to have one today because you don't want them to feel that you don't appreciate what they did or like that their cooking isn't that great or whatever. So you'll make that sacrifice just to please them when in the reality, there's really nothing wrong with saying, you know, my sugar's a little high and I'm really having to watch what I'm eating. Or when I eat early, I feel crappy in the afternoon. So maybe I'll just take something home with me if that's okay. Those types of things, you can figure out what works for you based on your needs and your truths, and you don't have to please them. And if they decide not to be your friend because you didn't have one of their donuts, then I would guess there's a little more of a complicated issue with that relationship than them not approving of your food choices. How long have you been waiting to make healthy choices for one of the reasons that I made above? And how long are you willing to wait? Are you willing to wait until you do have some sort of wake-up call or somebody very close to you does? Have you gotten fed up with it and you know that it's time As a matter of fact, you know it's way past time. And so you are ready to make those choices. You just haven't chosen to make them quite yet. Every year, I try to choose a word for the year. And I know that's like clicheic and it's something that all the basic people do. (laughs) But this year, I decided to choose a word. I decided to choose a word that was a little different from me because usually it's something like happy or inspired, something like that. This year, my word was decide, and that's because I knew that the areas of my life where I was getting hung up, it's because I did not make an official decision to actually accomplish them. I said, oh, this would be nice. Oh, I'd like to, but I didn't actually decide that I was going to at all costs, no matter what. So if you would be sitting here with me and looking at the screen of my computer, you would see a very pretty font that says decide. There's also one on my bathroom mirror. There's one on the refrigerator. That's a good place. And I have one on the side of my end table where I sit at the sofa sometimes. And that one's a good place too, because it's not on the top of the table. It doesn't get, nothing sits on it or anything. But when I'm sitting there and I look over, I see the word decide. And when it's time to watch the next episode on Netflix, I might see that word. And I decided that I was going to maybe exercise, maybe get laundry done that day, maybe go food prep, whatever it is. I see that word and it really makes me pause for a second before I watch another episode or I get into something else. It really encourages me. But the reason I'm telling you this is if you're struggling with waiting for one of these things that I had mentioned, maybe it's time for you to make a decision. Maybe you need to decide that regardless of what your family members think, 
regardless of what the people around you think, regardless of your financial situation, and regardless of what time of year it is, it's time right now, today, to take control and start getting healthier. I will say, sometimes people think they have to wait till Monday. And that right there is just crazy. I've worked with people who we were about to get started and they said to me, oh, I wasn't even thinking next month I have a vacation. So, well, that's really busy because then when I come home, it's going to be the 4th of July and we always throw this huge 4th of July picnic and I don't want to miss out on all the good stuff there and I don't want to you know, have people looking at me wondering why I'm not eating my own food. And well, then the kids go back to school. And that's always a really busy time. And we go school shopping. And we always stop at our favorite restaurant out by the stores. And well, then it's Halloween. And we've got all that candy lying around. Then it's Thanksgiving. Okay, you get the picture. There's always something. There's always going to be some type of a holiday a party, a vacation, something. And all those things we want to be healthy for, right? All those things that are coming up. So doesn't it make sense that right now is the perfect time? You have to make the decision. And making the decision doesn't mean that you can't enjoy all those things. It doesn't mean that you can't eat while you're there. It doesn't mean that you have to take a break to go exercise, It's really just an excuse. And once you make the decision, there's not, it's not that hard. It becomes so much easier. If that's not enough, we've all heard that you need to determine your why. Now, for a lot of people, these are very superficial. Why? Because I love my family. I want to be here for my family. Because I want to look good in my clothing. Because I want to feel better. None of those are real good whys. I mean, they're all good whys, especially your family, but make it deeper. Why do you want to be there for your family? Well, because I want to see my kids graduate and I want to be a grandparent and I want to watch marriages. And why? Because I love them. Like, go ask yourself why, like, seven times to the answer that you previously answered. Because that's when you're going to start to get deep and realize what really, really matters to you. Yes, your family matters to you. But there's specific things that matter. And the more clearly you can see what those things are and understand those things and even feel those things, the easier it becomes for you to decide. So we really need to reprogram our thinking and not put this off anymore. I mean, part of the reason why you're listening to a podcast about healthy aging and healthy weight after menopause and all that sort of thing is because you know you're getting older. We are running out of time. And once you have those wake-up calls, like I said, they could be deadly. But not only that, let's say it's diabetes, for example, because that one is so common. Then you have to make diet changes. 
then you are not going to feel like yourself. You're not going to feel good. And at that point, you have to change your diet or, well, you know, it won't be good. And wouldn't you rather make the choice to make those changes now in smaller increments that allows you to still enjoy the things that you really aren't supposed to enjoy once you get a diagnosis? It makes it so much more difficult the longer you wait. So please hear this. Please think about this. Consider making a decision. And if you need more materials, more support, message me about that. Uh, you can always message me through Facebook or Instagram. And I would love to talk about these things. I do have a program that's about to open in a few weeks. And we will be doing a lot of live coaching in there where you can get coached one-on-one -on -one from me. And we're going to be going through all the things and making this whole journey so much easier. That's the beauty of it. It doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to diet to lose weight. What? That's not what the diet industry taught us. That's not what we grew up believing. But that's the truth. You don't have to do all kinds of intense, crazy, long exercises to be active. And actually, at our age, that kind of exercise is flooding our bodies with stress hormone and making us hold on to belly fat, making us mentally exhausted. Those things don't have to happen. This doesn't have to be hard. So make the decision and then let's get going and let's make it fun. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I'll be seeing you next episode where we're going to be talking about our childhood, our family, and the old beliefs that have been instilled in us and how they actually affect us, sometimes consciously, but mostly subconsciously in almost every thought and decision that we have today, but like 30, 40, 50 years later, those things are still deeply rooted in us and they affect our choices. So that's going to be a good one. I'll see you next week.